Demand the release of political prisoners. Free the land. Free all political prisoners. Free your mind and all power to the people. This is yours truly, DJ Ashik, signing off. Stay tuned. We got big laughs coming up. We have Joke Workshop coming up. This is where local comedians test their wares for you. It's it's a good time. It's a great time. Uh, you laugh your ass off. Uh, and, and if you don't, it's a work in progress. And don't be too harsh. All right, folks? Uh, love being with you. I'll catch you. Uh, same bet time same bad channel next orange to six ish here's to me from south african comedy Till heavy chains fall, driving in them A4s But that's not what they pray for, some rainfall Not the music from the AK4 A trade-off for something truthful Beyond the face of the currency But suddenly what is brotherly love When problems erupt and color ain't enough To get hugs, it's poverty's fault We pull vote the odds to get up But torture results when you land up at the border In cuffs, the port of our bus Back the next corner by truck With legs swollen but trot Cause God owes them some luck They find a road in the dust Start rushing, they step with fine strokes in the dark from near brushes with death. Rest on the seventh day, still love the hate. Directed straight, pepper sprayed by cops, and that's the same. I came on jet plane, home like a wet cage. Got thrown from the red cage, make songs from a red cage. I came Like our souls and licorice Came from Lusaka back home And didn't feel as such Villagers turned prisoners Give us us turns Immigrant niggas with germs Stealing our women and work Triple the little we earn This thinking tickles the earth We all are children at birth Leave the nest for the bread Crumbs the dime And get us the child's tailor made on the sweaters the bombs It's Tutsi birds Who do how they treat you If you're not Zulu My boot is rumble in the jungle part too They escaped Safimbi Muhammad Father Aideed Try to stay in the city, but got the slums in the streets. They bumping the me, and you is the South African free that wants us to be as cool as the master had been. So complete, I'm home in a suburban retreat. The curse is in me, alone and young, serving a beast.
your turn and twist Everything crisp My good love make you turn and crisp When you look back on you I me that Doggy style Puppy whisper My cocky so hot to eat the fire fever If you can't rock it Hey everybody, welcome to Joke Workshop How's everybody doing? Pam's out of town and we're gonna try to figure out how this all works Does anyone want to go up and see which of these microphones is on? Hello? Hello? Is it on? That sounds on to me Yo, let's get it started with Jenny motherfucking Hogan. Do we have lights? Cool, I'm not gonna, uh, so the way we're gonna do it, um, I'm not gonna do a set now, but I'll do a set later. Uh, Everyone's gonna get, so we have a lot of people, and I was thinking that everyone can get five minutes total, and I'll give you a light at like three minutes, and then you can do two more minutes, or you can stop and give feedback or something, but just like five minutes overall. Does that make sense? And I'll let you at two. Is that good? Um, cool. And uh, and there's beer here for everybody. Um, do you need a hand with the light check? No. Okay. Cool. Um, and so our first comic, we're going to get started with him as soon as uh, we got the lights up here. Thank you, Zach. That's awesome. Cool. Should we close, should I close the door? Should close the door? Yeah, should we? Is, is everything good? Is the sound good? Oh, should I take that? Yeah. Do you want this? Uh, so I'll come get it after. Okay. Okay. I'm sure we interim. All right. Is everybody ready to go? Our first comic on the stage, very funny guy. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Jackson McBrayer. All right, a couple minutes. Uh, so my friend was watching me swipe through Tinder, and he goes, what the fuck is your type? I was like, well, first off, I don't believe in types, but I believe in lowest common denominators or common denominators. I mean, most of the women I've dated or sex buddies or whatever you call them, like, they've had a few things in common, like, bisexual feminists who are smarter than me. And he just goes, oh, so women in the Bay Area? Like, okay, fine, like 80% of the women in the Bay Area. That's fine. Uh, so I, uh, oh, I, uh, I recently had sex with a porn star. That's nice. Or porn actress, I don't know. Uh, and it was cool, uh, but she's uh she's actually more afraid of commitment than I am, which is interesting. Uh, so like after we have sex, we're you know cuddling naked together, and she goes, "Oh, I should I should set you up with my friend." I was like, "Wow, is this like really awesome compersion?" And then my I was talking to my ex girlfriend a few days later. She was like, "Oh no, that girl wants a threesome." I was like, "Okay, that's good too." Like either way, uh, this is my life. It's fine. I also found out that cripples are very popular in the BDSM community. There's something very comforting about being dominated by a guy who can't chase you. <laughs> Our safe word is always the same. It's always run. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Uh, so I need to uh, keep reading my shit. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, you know what? Just give me feedback. It's fine. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take the feedback. Um, I guess I'd say in that first story of like sleeping with a ex porn star or a porn star. Um, you set up, but there, what, what's the funny part of it? I don't know. I, that's yeah. Like, oh, that's yeah. Oh, I guess I'm supposed to be helping you with that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That, oh. 
to add on to that, like you said, uh, it's weird that um, despite being a porn, you phrase it kind of like despite being a porn star, she's more commitment phobic, but I don't know if that is going against stereotype. Wait, so, okay, so your safe word is run, or their oh, safe word is run? Someone's just going to run? Oh, okay. I was thinking maybe you could do come back. <laughs> See, there's one, there's one laugh. That's fine. <laughs> okay, what the heck? There's, okay. Uh, so, going back to the porn star and commitment thing, like, there's got to be a reason, and I was trying to think of one. Um, and I'm trying to think of, it's like, don't, this is going to reveal how little I know about porn. Uh, but don't porn, like, series usually have, like, 20 parts to them. So she's just, like, mo- wanting to move on. It's almost like a part 35 of, like, whatever series it is. I don't know. I'm looking at you like you would know. Uh, but maybe it could be something like, oh, she was, like, already ready for the next episode type thing. No. All right. Um, oh. Um, this may be terrible, but when you said uh, I had sex with a porn star, I thought the follow-up was, and that's why I'm in the wheelchair. Oh. Yeah, that's horrible. That's horrible. But because they're crazy, that's why. Um, I thought it was funny when you said she's a porn star, and then you're like, well, she's a porn actress. I think you should be like, definitely not a star. Like, and then maybe like <laughs> characterize her as like someone who's like trying to break into the biz, and like they won't even like let her get nude yet. Like she's just like a background character or something. <laughs> She's like an extra, like one of the few extras that won't, that can't be naked, you know? Hey. Is Inonk here? Inonk? That's you? Okay, cool. Put your hands together for your next comic, Inonk Eno. Did I say it right? Cool. Thank you. Uh, I am Inank Ino. Cool. Um, I would like to do some new material. Thank you. My porn enthusiast friend. Cool. Um, this is the new joke. Hasn't been told yet. When I first... Thank you, Richard Cervante. And thank you, uh, Tito Gonzalez. Um, when I first became a US citizen, and afterwards, my generalizations have changed. And I started being more open-minded. And I'm so open-minded now that I have a friend who's, of course, from the superior white race that has a lesbian black lab, and I'm really respectful to that dog. (laughs) I'm guessing it's a lesbian lab, because you never know. But I'm still very respectful. Um, Since this is a new joke, I wanted to see the feedback for this one. (laughs) I think it's, at the same time, racist, sexist, misogynist, and is harsh towards the American public. <laughs> what would you say? Uh, probably. <laughs> All right. Thank you. That's it.
Isn't that you tell a joke, then you uh, judge judge the person? Go ahead. I think that's disrespectful towards women. I know, I know. You should call the dog a bitch. Yes. A Labrador. A female Labrador who's also a lesbian. So after Trump comes, I thought that would be a very funny joke. But you said the Labrador is black. Also, yeah, it's racist too. Okay. Right? All right, man. No. But I think the bitch thing is funny. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Like, you just have to make clear that you're on the right side of the joke. Thank you. <laughs> I really love that bitch? Yeah, just say that. Cool. <laughs> Since, should I do another joke? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um... Oh wow, it's the first time I've heard you say something bad. Because you normally have that sweet laugh and no bad things to say. That one. Yeah. Um, let's make this about you. Oh, I can't do it, you're too nice. Mm. Richard. Indian. Something. Can I do something Indian? Ready? Richard works at Yahoo. <laughs> All right, no joke there. Cool, I've never really done this. I've always bombed here. And I don't want to go against my traditions. Cool. Thank you. Can I do one more joke? This is from a very good friend of mine. He gave me this joke and has never not worked. Um, it's called a chicken having an epiphany. Look up. At the same time, this chicken is a German chicken and is extremely aggravated. Hello, wie geht's? What the fuck? An aggravated chicken having an epiphany while listening to the president Barack. These are stuff I've been working on. Thank you. Feels good. Give it up for a knock. That was awesome. Um, cool. So I'm gonna honk at two minutes. Does that make sense? But then you can keep going for another two minutes, or you can uh, you can get feedback. But you don't have to get feedback. It's up to you. Uh, your next comic, very funny lady. You guys are gonna love her. Put your hands together for Sabrina Miller. Get that out of the way there. <clears throat> All right, here's something you don't know about me. Um, I'm part Samoan, yeah. Um, can you see it? Do you see the Samoan in me? No? Um, you guys? How about from this angle? No? Strange. This young woman asked me if I had Samoan um, ancestry. And the weird thing was she asked me while she was staring at my feet. And I was like, what? And uh, it was like, thanks for making me nervous, like more nervous about walking down Market Street in my wedges. Like, I keep waiting to walk around a corner and hear, hmm, 
Excuse me, miss, um, can you direct me to the Asian Pacific Islander Center? I'm a little bit lost. No, and please don't ask me if I've seen Disney's Moana yet, okay? It's, it's like toe digit ratio profiling is not cool, okay, folks? Jesus. <laughs> My life is like really super early days and, and late nights, and when I get home to my apartment in the evening, yeah, I basically have two options. I can, uh, can fall asleep in front of the television, or I can fall asleep while masturbating. So, <laughs> And I've been thinking about multitasking. You know, I just grab the DVR remote and uh, double-click the fast-forward button, do a little double-clicking down there, back to the show, commercials, double-click, show, more commercials, double-click, the show, more commercials, double-click there. You know, it kind of sounds like being stuck in stop-and-go traffic, <laughs> only I'll probably never get from A to O. Oh, oh my God. No, I think my only oh my God moment would be <laughs> what? Oh my God, I missed out on two climaxes again? Jesus. All right, I'll just pencil it in for tomorrow. <laughs> so, oh, more new jokes. Can I actually keep going without checking my smartphone? Yes, we can. All right. Um, how to use that one? What was that other joke? Oh yeah, my boyfriend just keeps blowing up my phone like all the time. It's, it's just ridiculous. I'm like, seriously, are you so insecure that you think I'm gonna hook up with some like young, hot comedian, like Mr. CrossFit guy, who also happens to be the heir to the family fortune? I mean, come on, do you think it's gonna go like this? Sabrina, I'm head over heels in love with you. Let's elope to the Bahamas. We can honeymoon there for a month. And every day at sunset, we can make love on the beach. You know, how can I say yes to that? I mean, you know, how can Mr. Perfect, Mr. Set for Life, possibly compete with? Shit, what was that latest text message? It was in here somewhere. All right, so how, how can uh, that guy possibly compete with uh, three heart emojis, smiley face, smiley face, uh, Cupid arrow, and smiley kitty with hard eyes? Yeah, gotta hang on to this keeper, Jesus. I keep saying Jesus, I don't know why, I'm not religious. Um, that's the last joke. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. I, I have to check my phone here. I, I, I had a streak going there. What's that, uh, what's that third joke there? Oh, right, I am, um, I'm not afraid of being ghosted by a guy. Um, actually, my biggest fear is dining in the cafeteria above the Large Hadron Collider, you know, the little atom smasher. And uh, I know, I know you're thinking, oh, yeah, I've heard that one before. But it's a legitimate concern. I mean, call me crazy, but like physicists smashing together atoms at increasingly insane speeds just to see what might happen might offers me little reassurance that they're not gonna tear a hole in the fabric of uh, four-dimensional space-time. So, and uh, so God's like, hmm, haven't checked on Switzerland in a while. It's like, uh, what are my, what kind of uh, cute little experiments are my children conducting? What the fuck, holy hell, a black hole, guys? Oh, you fools. Seriously, God, seriously. You're shocked that the Alps have just been crushed out of existence along with all the watches and my tuna sandwich and uh, the shirt from the souvenir shop that read, I love you from the very bottom of my quarks. Physics joke, yay. Anyway, 
But so, you know, God, after 13.7 billion years, you should know better. You should know that there are three things you never, ever turn your back on. Number one, Wall Street. Number two, asteroids and comets. Yeah, I'm uh, talking about what happened 65 million years ago. And of course, particle accelerators. So moral of the story is, physicists, don't go chasing singularities. Please stick to the particle accelerators and the uh, energies that you're used to, okay? So uh, can I do one more quick joke, or, or am I done? Hmm? Okay, one more, one more joke, one more joke. That's kind of like a moderate, it's like, it's kind of like moderate. So I'm just gonna go ahead and end there on that note, and uh, yeah. Um, okay, I changed my mind about the two-minute two honking. I think it's confusing. Uh, I think we're just gonna honk at one minute, and if you stop right away, we can do like a little bit of feedback, but we just wanna keep things going. Um, okay, next up, very funny guy. Put your hands together for Richard Sarvate. What's up, guys? Ooh, this sound sounds nice. Sounds like NPR, right? Ooh, hi. Ah, it's good. Okay, so some songs have been on the radio for like 20 years, and I can't imagine anybody is listening to them. Like a couple of days ago, you know that stupid Red Chili Pepper song, the the get away, get away, get away now. Is are people listening to that? Really? Okay. Oh my God, that's exactly what I was wondering. Wow. Okay, these are the people. That's all I was confused about. I just didn't. <laughs> the whole premise here is negated. <laughs> I just like. When you're in the, is it white girls? When you're in the car, because you, you, are you like, go, like whispering along, like, get away, get away, get away now. What you got to get to, but to put it in here. Do you guys like this? You like that? Okay. <laughs> up until, what's up? Up until now, I was like, I felt the same way about people listening to that song as like Trump supporters. Like, I was like, I have no idea who these people are, but I know there are millions of them. <laughs> But now I know uh, Brooke and, and what's her name? Elizabeth voted for Trump. <laughs> Correlation, yeah. That's okay. He's, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's, he respects women more than anyone else. <clears throat> um, I, w- I was on the bus and I saw this guy get a text message right next to me and the text message was from somebody called my wife. And I was just like, how many people's wives does this guy have in his phone? And it's like, oh, is this Nathan's wife, James? Oh, my wife. It also sounds like kind of like a reminder also, you know? Like, who's this bitch asking me to pick up groceries on the way? Oh, my wife. Should probably do that. Um, I don't like it when people use the term uh, renaissance man to talk about someone who's good at everything and smart, uh, you know, about everything because there wasn't that much stuff to learn during the renaissance. You know what I mean? There was no calculus. Uh, The most amount of technology was like a pulley. As long as you could like ride a horse and like knew the names of three flowers, 
you know, you are a renaissance man. Like, if we saw a renaissance man here today, we'd have to put him in, like, special, like special education. Like, no, Bartholomew, the sun does not revolve around the earth. <laughs> Something tells me this joke is going nowhere. <laughs> Subtle indicators tell me. Um, I tried cocaine. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I found most people become very talkative on cocaine. I just found myself becoming like a really good listener. Like I, I'll just listen to anyone's problems for as long as they want to, as long as they bring the cocaine. You know, I'll just be like, uh huh. You you got divorced, uh huh. And she's uh, she's taking half your stuff, uh huh. And do you have to pay all money, uh huh. And who gets custody? Come on, details, 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 details. <laughs> like I think I'm gonna be like the best husband ever, you know? Just like, hey, honey, how was your day? Uh huh. So Jenny was being a bitch. Uh huh. And then what'd you say, Jenny? Uh huh. And then what'd you say to you? And then what'd you say? Come on, details, 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 details. details. <laughs> all right, that's enough for me, guys. Thank you. I'm just mainly interested, has anyone heard that cocaine joke before? Like yeah. it feels, yeah? Wait, from, from me? Oh, I told it to you. Oh no, has anyone heard it like from another comedian? No, no, because it just feels like I can't remember if I came up with it or if I heard it somewhere. Okay. Cool. All right, thank you. I think I'm done standing up in between people. Uh, next, <laughs> well, it's been exhausting so far. Um, <laughs> next comic coming to the stage, very funny guy. You guys are gonna love him. Put your hands together for Matt Banks. What's up, guys? What's up? Oh my God, I'm crushing it with the ladies. Uh, you know, I just had to change my goals. You know, I. Uh, I just had to be the guy just to give them a shoulder to cry on, you know, tell me their deepest, darkest, deepest, darkest secrets and like completely eliminate any chance of me ever sleeping with them. That's where I go. That's where I go. Uh, let's see. I, I moved here recently and um, I kind of saw myself like it was kind of like I looked in the mirror and I didn't really like what I saw. I realized I was like, I'm, I'm working on a set for Mississippi. I'm going back. So I realized how far left I was. And, uh, like, because I'm really, really open-minded, like, as long as you agree with everything that I'm, that I, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, but I, I think moving here kind of helped me. It uh, made me feel a lot less guilty about, like, shoving a cucumber up my ass when I was a kid. <laughs> That's sex shaming, okay? Shouldn't do that. Uh, what else? So I, um, I, I've been making a lot of life changes lately. Like, you know, I'm 31 and uh, I've been through hell. And uh, I think it's time to like realize that I'm only gonna do things that I enjoy. And um, I gave up reading. <laughs> I, I fucking hate it. It's the worst thing ever. Like, it's so depressing to me. Like, my buddy called me. He's about to jump off the bridge the other day. I was like, dude, put the book down. It's like. <laughs> It's like, fuck that. Like, I, it's never done anything good for me. I've never had enough knowledge about something, like, when, when like, crisis hits, that I'm like, fuck, I wish I would have read, you know? If I would have read more in the, you know, whatever. Um, so, 
I was partially molested as a child. I never came. Uh, but yeah, I went to like tons of therapy and shit when I was a kid. And uh, it's funny because like the therapy nowadays is like totally different. Like you go now and it's like all about this like self-love and self-care. And like, I'm like, the more I love myself, the fatter I get. Like I'm, I fucking max out my credit card by eight o'clock at night. Like this, this doesn't work for me. I, you know, it's more about self-hate. Like, come on, you fucking pussy. <laughs> get to the gym. Good God Almighty. I don't look in the mirror and be like, "You look great, you fat ass." I mean, I don't do affirmations very well. Just saying. So I grew up. Uh, I grew up in a very strict home. Like, my parents were, like, really, really strict. Like, one time I got grounded for three days for uh, punching my grandma in the face. <laughs> that wasn't good. Sorry. That's not even... Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. So, nice guys finish last. Like, apparently that's not true. Or we'd be getting late all the time. Um... <laughs> So I, I have a major, uh, had a really bad drinking problem. I've been sober like 10 years now. And uh, yeah, thank you. But um, like the last time I got drunk, I like blacked out for two weeks. And I was taken in an ambulance to a psych ward. And I came to walking down the hallway and my ass was really sore from them like shooting me with Thorazine and Haldol. And I remember my dad told me that I needed to go to rehab. And I was like, what are you talking about? I don't have a problem. You know, and uh, I don't know. I'm trying to work out something, so I'm just rambling. You enjoying the rambling? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Cool. Give it up for Matt Banks. <laughs> certainly enjoyed that rambling. Um, great. great set. All right, next comment. Come to the stage. I don't know. Um, how do you guys feel about the feedback? Uh, status right now. The only thing is that we have like 21 people on the list, so I don't want, I don't want to, okay, but then do you want the horn at, when do you want the horn, like three minutes or four minutes? But I say There's too many rules. Uh, all right, so uh, this is all material that I'm trying to work into the ACLU show this Friday, so I really want feedback. Uh, what is there to say that Trump about Trump that hasn't been said? Like he has an amazing temper. Or being from the hospitality industry, he must host a lovely Ramadan iftar. These are bombing already. He's just so smart. Well, actually, he said that. Uh, why did Trump win? Some people say that it's because of fake news. 
Uh, but what they don't know is fake news has been around in politics for a very long time because that same guy, you know, has always been posting like, oh, Hillary's running a sex ring and Obama runs ISIS and Iraq has weapons of mass destruction. And we're all just like, shut up, George. God, this is so bad. Uh, oh, these, oh, I'm just bailing on these all already. Uh, some people say Trump won because Hillary's a woman and this country isn't ready for a female president. Well, joke's on them because we somehow wound up with a bigger pussy in office. Uh, people are like, what am I going to tell my children about the election? And the answer to that is to be honest and to look them in the eye and to say that thanks to Trump, they might always be forced to... Ha- they might all- ah. Thanks. <laughs> and say that thanks to Trump, they might finally be forced to have that brother or sister they always wanted. All right. I'd say we can put the flag at half-mast for our country, but I'm pretty sure it was already there. Not a joke. Uh, what do we have to look forward to, though? Trump says he's going to partner with Silicon Valley, which should be good for all of us. It means he's going to send our military into attack ISIS strongholds with self-driving car bombs and drones that drop Galaxy Note 7s. <laughs> His policy is informed by a cabinet made out of people less qualified than real cabinets. <laughs> this is so bad, guys. I'm going to bail. <laughs> but everyone's all like, look, I have a sticker. <laughs> That's all I've got. All right, I will take feedback on that if I should ditch any of that. I'm done. I'm ready. I, like the ca- I think the cabinet thing is good. Yeah, the cabinet, the cabinet is the only thing salvageable yeah. from that. Okay. Okay. Um, I like that you call him a bigger pussy than Hillary, and you can let that sit for a second, or you can give an example of why he's such a pussy. But then maybe, like, he kind of looks like a pussy. And it's oh, like it's true. His little mouth kind of looks like an asshole. With, like, a ginger bush going like on. Like, a ginger bush going on, and then his, like, little mouth is, like, a puffy asshole. <laughs> like so the only vagina. one of those jokes that I was actually really excited about is that the Mine's idea... What? No, I'm not saying that my vagina's orange. Oh, shit, now I know more about your vagina than I did two seconds ago. The only joke that I was excited about, but I'm trusting you guys to tell me if it's not clever and I should bail on it, is that the idea that the original fake news was uh, Bush telling everyone that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. If that's not funny, I will ditch it. I guess it's also a generational thing, like... Okay, fair enough. All right, thank you guys. Yo, talking to mics. Talking to the mics, Jeff. I could barely hear you. Yo, Annette. um, All right, keep it going for Brooke Heineken. Uh, Annette, how's everything going so far from a sound perspective? Uh, Dude, it's fucking chill. All right, good. Uh, I forgot to mention it. Uh, Give it up for Annette Mullaney. settled previously on a three-minute horn, and then you have two minutes remaining. Is everyone good at that? Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. And then I'll, I'll honk you again. When, I'll honk you again when you really have to just stop. Okay. Uh, cool. Your next comic coming to the stage. Very funny guy. Runs a great open mic at OMG on Tuesdays. Put your hands. Does not. Just kidding. Yeah, you're right. I got it wrong. Uh, put your hands together for Greg Kettle. Hello, hi, my name is Greg. It's a pleasure to be here. How are we doing over there? Uh, uh, so I want to talk about this. So I was uh, seeing a girl uh, for a couple weeks and we are, and everything was going great. We were like in the lust phase of the relationship. And if you, if you don't know if you're in the lust phase, uh, the lust phase is when she talks about her cats and you say continue. Uh, <laughs> that, 
is the lust phase. And we, so we're in the lust phase. Everything's going great. She's talking about her cat. She's laughing at my jokes. We're having a real connection. And then uh, we were together for about two weeks. And then one night, she was like, do you want to come home with me? And that's awesome, right? Because like when you're the, the first time making Whoopi is amazing. Uh, it, it really, it really, because you're bonding souls. But like I want, I put a lot of anxiety on myself. Because um, I want to make sure that she climaxes. That's a huge thing for me. The first time, I want to make sure that she climaxes. Uh, it's hilarious, right? Uh, <laughs> so stupid. That I'm so, so stupid. I make girls try to come. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Fucking not progressive. Too progressive. Uh, so yeah, but uh, but sometimes. So I want to make sure that she climaxes. Uh, but also, like I don't. It's, it takes me a while to go down on a girl because uh, I, I like I, I just feel like it, we I, I don't know what's down there yet really and I don't for some reason I'm an idiot and I feel like this is still my money maker uh, it's not it's definitely not it's definitely gone but I feel like this is my money maker and I can't take herpes to the face at this age I can't I'm not ready for it so so uh, so the basically I feel like that was an overshare too I don't know why I said that. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. Um, so anyways, but sometimes my penis doesn't allow me to finish the job the way I want to. It gets very excited sometimes. Uh, so what I'll do is, so, uh, when she told me she wanted me to come over, I was like, fuck, okay, cool. So I, I took a couple shots and I took a couple bumps of cocaine um, to numb it up, you know? And, uh, and then everything was going great. We went back to her place, we started making out, everything was going great. And then she passed out. And I'm like, oh, fuck, because now I have to do this all over again. And that's shitty because cocaine's expensive. I don't know if you guys know that. It's a very expensive drug, especially when you're a fucking Segway tour guide. Uh, it's, like, it's like half your fucking paycheck. Uh, so then the next day, I, I, just, I was doing a show, and I, and I invited her to the show, and I talked about this on stage because I wanted to be like, hey, we should have sex, right? Uh, but instead, we just broke up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right? What are you going to do? And then uh, and then a Facebook shot, she was like, she was, she messaged me on Facebook. She's like, why would you why would you talk about that on stage? And I was like, why didn't we have sex last night? Like, why, why can we talk about that? We're all adults here on Facebook. And she said, and she said, to be honest, Greg, like, I really like you. But after last night, like, I, I think you have a drug problem. <laughs> right? Isn't that fucked up? Because, like, I, like, I. I did those drugs for her, like, like those, those drugs weren't for me, like, like where's that Hallmark card? Like this cocaine is for you, like, it was just very embarrassing, you know. So, so they, and they say chivalry's dead, you know what I mean? And uh, and then there's people like her. Uh, but that's all I have, the guys. My name's Greg. Thank you so much, guys. Plus one yeah. to what he said. I didn't mean that that was stupid. What you said, I just I keep that. That's funny. It's real, yeah. Because that's. So what, what did you mean? Yeah. Oh, I just was thinking of something that happened a couple weeks ago, and it's. <laughs> 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 and I was just like empathizing with the um, those women. For sure, for sure. I agree, Greg's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're stupid. Yeah. Um, I uh, oh shit. What was I gonna say? Oh, I love that how you got like exasperated and like stuck on like like defending yourself for doing the drugs for her. Mm-hmm. So do that every time. Yeah. Don't lose the exasperation. Yeah. 
Page, very funny guy. Also runs the OMG Open Mic on Sundays. Uh, great Open Mic. Should check it out. Put your hands together for John Gallagher. Hello. Hi there. Uh, ow. Hey. Hi. What's up? Uh, guys, one of my friends uh, got a tattoo recently, and he asked uh, for my input on it. And he's like, John. What do you think of my new tattoo? And my only response was to say, uh, it's on your face. Uh, if it's on your face, it's a bad tattoo, you guys. I don't know if you know that. Uh, the other thing, too, is it was a, he's a fat guy with a tattoo on the face of a 2D image. You don't want to make a 2D image 3D. You know, it's the only thing I've ever seen with fat rolls. You never want to see a tattoo like that. It's really bad. Uh, what's it, the other thing I want to oh god I'm so bad at remembering stuff I saw I started reading a book about Scientology uh, called Going Clear has anybody read that book it's a lot oh cool there we go I got a couple of whistles perfect it's a book about L. Ron Hubbard and L. Ron Hubbard is awesome invented Scientology because he was basically just a moron like he was just a, a speed freak that was very confident people were like yeah buy into this guy's bullshit cool and so he just hung out with like a lot of really successful people, and he could type fast. That's the reason he got excited. But the other thing was he used to hang out with like really smart people. Like one of the people he hung out with when he was first starting Scientology is he hung out with the creator of jet propulsion for NASA, and they did. They hung out in Northern California. The reason they were friends is because they spent their time jerking off on people in a commune in Northern California while people were on a pentagram, coming on them to try and summon the devil. And. I just think it's adorable that one of the greatest scientists of all time believes in the devil. Like, isn't that? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you know, we're going to go out to space, uh, travel amongst the stars. Also, there's a, I got to be good because there's an evil red man who's going to punish me. Also, for a guy that you're trying to bring around, pretty disrespectful to come on the devil. Uh, you know what I got to say, right? So they're jerking off on a pentagram. He's like, well, the devil didn't show up again. I don't know why, you know? But also... <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He's like, that's his rules. He said we got to jerk off on this circle. And the devil's just like, yeah, he came there, so I got to show up. You know, I say, I say God works in mysterious ways, but I'm not normal either, you know? I'm a pretty cool guy. <laughs> so so uh, I like, uh, I like this, ele this election's been exciting for a lot of other reasons. Like, there's a lot of subterfuge, a lot of, like, espionage. Like, I don't know, we, we don't know if Russia hacked our servers or if now if Obama, the administration had a false flag. It's, like, very exciting stuff, you know? And we also have the people, the pockets of secret Trump voters, like, just designed to tear people apart. It's like, who the fuck did it? Like, 10% of San Francisco voted for Trump. Isn't that exciting? Who the fuck, who the fuck did that shit? <laughs> Who the fuck is in here? Statistically, one of you did it, okay? <laughs> so, it's fucking amazing. And so, like, the other thing's like, but it's good for me. Like, I, you know, we're worried about the holidays, going home and visiting our parents. Like, I don't have to worry about who in my family voted for Trump, right? Because I'm going to go and hang out with my cousins over the holidays. Uh, I got to see them get married by a cowboy poet. Like, I already know, like, I'm a cowboy poet laureate married you. I already know you guys voted for Trump. Uh, also, side note, guys, if uh, you've heard of cowboy poetry, if you can write in hoof with roof, sail with pale, uh, you're there. You're the best cowboy poet already, right? So, and the good thing about cowboy poetry as well is that it's the one form of uh, art that we didn't steal from black people, which is nice, too. So, they'd be like, so it's like, you guys can just keep that one, uh, you know, it's a shitty form of art. Uh, what else? Uh, cooties. Uh, it's weird that that's like the first thing we talk about as kids to, that we play with each other with. It's like just you come into and play with other kids and you're like, everyone has an invisible disease. <laughs> and the only way you can get rid of it is by giving it to somebody else. It's like child herpes. That's the only thing 
And uh, Kerb Cooties is. All right, I'm done. Thank you. Up next is me, Annette Mullaney. Oh. Yeah. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, I've been uh, dealing with the aftermath of a series of poor personal decisions. Um, it's always fun. Uh, had a, I've been in a relationship for a little bit now when we're experimenting with this openness thing, um, which has been really fun. He's been going out, meeting a lot of women, and I've come to hate men, uh, hate them quite a bit. So we had a long talk about it on Saturday. And you know, we both expressed how we feel about it. I expressed that it's really bringing up a lot of insecurities for me about how I interact with the world and how I look, and he expressed that he really wants to fuck chicks and not feel bad about it. It's good, we're sharing, we're sharing. Um, you know, he wants to be able to go out in the world and interact with people and see on what level that interaction goes to, and I'm like, you know, that does sound good. So Saturday I went out, catting with my girls. Uh, you know, when you're on the prowl, just you and your bitches trying to help each other get laid. Um, went out to a bar. The first man who approached me came up to me and said, you know, you'd be really pretty if not for the fact that your freckles make your face asymmetrical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm out in the world, I'm trying to meet people, I'm like, let's do this, let's get on a level with humanity, and you're gonna neg. That's dope, that's dope. We're just people, we're just humans, we're sacks of skin walking around. Cool, whatever, dude. He was cute, until he opened his fucking mouth. Um, so at that point, you know, I said like, okay, well, really nice to meet you. I hope you have a good life and you learn to be a better person. And I turned uh, back to my friend and he goes, oh, I get it. You're a bit of a cunt, are you? And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. We're on that level now. We're doing that now. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not saying you got to be like a great person. This isn't a Nobel Prize. This isn't fucking given out for being decent. Um, but... If you can't get through like three sentences with me without calling me a cunt, I don't know. I don't feel like that's a good signal of how you're going to be in bed. Don't know you're going to be a caring partner. Three minutes, dude. Three minutes without calling me a cunt. Um, at that point, I was like, yo, dude, I'm not even talking to you anymore. And then he wanted to fight me. Like, yeah. Oh, he got real handsy. Not even in a sex way, just in a fight way. At which, which like, okay, so you might not know this about me, but I lift. So I'm dense. Yeah, yeah. So I'm denser than I look, uh, which means that I will drop like a sack of wet cement. I do not fight dudes. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Uh, luckily there were, you know, the bartender threw him out. And I'm like, okay, okay. The bartender like gave me my friend a free drink. Okay, gonna reopen to the world. Don't let one thing get you down. Next dude walks up to me and he says, you know, you look like Michelle Pfeiffer in Scarface, but fatter. And I was like, what the fuck is up with this bar? The fuck is up with these men? Fuck these men. Fuck these men. And then I got angrily drunk and kind of blacked out. Um, thank you. Uh, I did apparently arrange a blind date for myself based on a text message I received today. Only a blind date because I have no memory of this interaction. Um, so it's fun. You know, blackout drinking gets like a bad rep, but it's really the only way to give yourself surprises as an adult. Um, yeah, but this, the poor decisions then began. I got belligerent, I got super drunk. My friend tried to help me out. She called a car. She's like, come home with me, girl. She opened the car door. I said, just kidding, and ran and got my bike and bicycled five miles home through Golden Gate Park at 2 a.m. 
Uh, based on the glass in my elbow and my tire, I think I fell <laughs> uh, and lost my wallet. And so I'm trying to make people accept checks for the last couple days. People don't like checks. I'm not a human anymore. I don't have credit cards. All right, thanks guys so much. Oh, and uh, your next comic, super funny dude. Give it up for Cole Chapman. What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, blacking out is fun, right? She knows. No one else agrees. Uh, except I, I do that a lot sometimes, too. You know, I'll black out, and that's never a fun thing. You wake up, and you're like, where am I? And then it's like you got to, like, intuit your way back home, right? Uh, but I can't tell people I black out a lot because then they think I've got, like, a problem or something. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, being too cool. That's my problem. <laughs> Sorry I'm not a square like you. Sorry I like to get down, dude. Uh, so I just reclassified it, I just call it gambling now. Because what is it if not just really high stakes gambling? You're like, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Put all my chips in my body. <laughs> see, see where I end up. And you're like, mm, alive. Great. All right. I won this round. Nailed that shit. It's not, it's not a good hobby, guys. <laughs> Don't pick it up. Um, uh, marijuana's fun, right? <laughs> You agree? Yeah, you agree? You also have a PAX, I get it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, I, hate, uh, I hate getting high with like other stoners because they always try to like modify it and like make it like weird and like, ooh, how's this one? It's like we're like doing like weird sex play, but like weed. I'm like, dude, I just want to smoke. Like, I don't, why do we got to like make it weird? Like, I had a friend do this thing. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, where he'd ask people if, if you want a bees. He'd be like, hey, man, you want a bees? And I'm like, what is that? And he was like, it's where you smoke, and then you get Burt's Bees, and you put it on your eyelids. And then later, your eyelids feel cool. And I was like, no, I don't want a bees. <laughs> I want a bees high. I don't want a bees riddled with pink eye. What the fuck are you doing? What? Why do we got to modify this? It's fine. Let's just put on Speed Racer, have a good time. Why do you make it weird for me? Trying to like, mm, you want this shape? We're going to both... Mm. Is this cool? It's like, no. It's just a hygienic disaster. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. I hate it when uh, people use like old, like needlessly old language for something you could just say normally, like a normal human. Like I got a guy, uh, my friend, complaining about people outside his house. He was like, man, I had all these, these, these ne'er-do-wells outside my apartment last night, dancing, playing music, keeping me up, all, uh, you know, up all night. And I was like, uh, Wait, man, are you sick? He was like, no, why? I was like, oh, you sound like you caught cholera recently or some other bullshit 1850s disease. Why are you talking about, like, why are you saying ne'er-do-wells? It's 2016, just say Puerto Rican. You can say that. <laughs> too much, too much? Mm, San Francisco? No, fuck you guys. That was a bit much. But, you know, I had fun, so go fuck yourself. Uh, hey, how much time do I have? Whatever, we're doing the next one. Okay, uh... Sometimes people get surprised when I tell them I used to play football. Uh, they kind of look at me like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, nah, man, I was out there. Graceful like an autistic scarecrow. You see me. You see me out in that field, running into people and then bouncing back. <laughs> it wasn't great. Uh, but I used to play football. On, a, on my team, we had a, uh, uh, like a Pacific Islander. Like, a, you know, you ever... If you don't know what a Pacific Islander is, you don't have a good uh, image in your head. Picture like the body of uh, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson 
Um, but he's in high school, so he's 14. And that's, the, that's it. It's just a 14-year-old Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Like, can't drive. Never seen a vagina. But he's, like, still there, you know. Uh, and he would do this thing where you try to get everybody involved on the team in uh, doing the haka. Do you know what the haka is? The ha- Cool. We can move right on. Uh, the, the, the haka is a war dance, uh, and it's very intimidating. You've probably seen it before, like, rugby matches and shit. They all get down. And do this, like, this big thing, right? Uh, and he tried to teach it to us so we could intimidate the other teams and, you know, get an edge. Uh, we lost every single game, guys. It was not... It didn't work out uh, because it turns out the hawk is only intimidating when you've got 50 other Pacific Islanders and not just one and then like 49 other different versions of me like trying to tap dance around them like, yeah, we're here too, right? Mm, we're going to be mean. <laughs> like, what? That team's like, what the fuck are they doing? Are they like trying to summon another one? What are they doing? <laughs> it was like, we're all like sitting there doing the Charleston with like big frowns on our face. Like it was 1929 and we just figured out that the depression happened. We're like, ow! Yeah. Got some swinging party. I don't know, it's dumb. Okay, guys, that's my time. Thanks, bye. 30 seconds for comments. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, so your next comic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so your next comic is a hilarious fucking lady. Uh, give it up for Elizabeth Mansfield. I wasn't paying attention. I was like, oh shit, it's me. Um, how's it going, guys? Okay, good. Whoa, don't erase the notes. Um, so I'm pretty white, and I've been reminded of this a lot lately. Like, we had our company Christmas party on Friday, and they had like a whole hip hop room, and everybody was like dancing. And I started, and my coworkers were like, "No, just stop." It was really embarrassing. Um, my friend is dating. This might be racist. I'm gonna say it anyway. My friend is dating a black guy, and she said she has a hood pass. Have you guys hear that? Heard that before? Like, it's like a hood. It's called a hood pass. That thing. So I was like, okay, well, I'm dating a Middle Eastern guy. Does that mean I have a camel pass? No? Bad. So bad. Oh, God. Um, I am dating this guy. He's, this guy is um, he's 10 years younger than me. He's 25. I'm 35. I know. He's like, like, that's a big difference. And like he does these things all the time that I would never let anyone my own age get away with. Like, he left the toilet seat up. Like, if it was a 35-year-old guy, I'd be like, learn some manners. But he's 25. I was like, oh, he doesn't know yet. That's so cute. And um, he, like, didn't have sheets on his bed. And, like, if it was my age, I'd be like, be an adult and take care of your home. But he's so, yeah, I was like, I bet his mom's going to buy him some for Christmas. But then he got, like, really drunk one night and he couldn't get it up. And, like, if he was my age, I'd be like, it's cool, it happens. But I'm like, you had one job here. Like, you have one role. It was so bad. Um, I was just in the Midwest uh, visiting my friends and family. And yeah, but it's like, I mean, the differences are so huge now because a lot of them are Trump supporters and I just like can't even look at them. But like even like just lifestyle things are different. Like I brought a pomegranate to Thanksgiving dinner and they were all just like, what is this magical thing? Like, what do you do with it? How do you eat it? Like they were gathered around me as I was like seeding this pomegranate. Like I was, I don't know. I don't have a joke for that. That's just a weird thing that happened. Um, what else? Oh, I went to a baby shower while I was there. It was one of those annoying things where um, they're not telling us if it's a boy or a girl, but they know, but they don't want us to know, which is annoying if you're trying to buy gifts. So everyone just gave them presents with ducks on them. 
And I'm like, like, when did ducks become the gender neutral animal? Like, if you pay attention to duck culture, it's actually a like really sexually political culture. Like, there's like a, like a bunch of ducks running around where like the girl ducks only get like 93% of the food. And it, 93 cents on the dollar? No? Anyone? No? Ah! And um, I just feel like there's like this one like big duck that's just like, I'm the best duck. I'm gonna make the pond great again. Yeah, no, okay, cool. I'm really just going everywhere tonight. Um, all right, I'm going to do one more because this isn't going very well. So I um, I work at, like, mid-market, and it's, like, downtown, and there's a lot of, like, ruffians around. And I was coming out of work the other day, and, like, I saw people shooting up heroin for the very first time, like, like putting needles in their bodies, shooting up heroin. And it was, I was kind of horrified by it because I haven't ever seen anything like that. Um, but I didn't have a lot of time to dwell on it because I had to get to acupuncture, which is like the white girl's heroin. Like your body hurts and you stick needles in yourself and then you take a nap. And, but I think it's more expensive than heroin. This was such a great set. So good. I'm so glad I came. Thanks guys. Got some time for feedback? The needles and the acupuncture. I feel like you need to uh, hit harder on how it's so weird that they're sticking themselves with needles, and then I think the acupuncture reference, like that'll, that will hit. Just saying acupuncture. Okay, just make a bigger deal about the needles. I I cannot believe people were sticking needles in themselves, but then I could, I had to go to acupuncture. I couldn't think about it. Like that'll make it kind of like stronger. Okay, thank you. This might make me a really bad feminist, but I think it's 73 cents on the dollar. Oh, it is. <laughs> Which may be why I didn't land the way you wanted it That's to. That's amazing. Time, I got it 73% wrong. 73%. Like when you say that, or what, what was the thing? Well, I was like, seven. is it 76? I don't need. I thought it was 93, so shows my. We all, none of us know, which is, we're all terrible feminists. Um, yeah, I'll figure out a different way to say that, and I'll find out the right number. I think it could be fun. Yeah, it'd just be funny. There's something about the wording that yeah, doesn't yeah. put the right idea into people's heads yet, but yep. the whole make the pond great again. You also, thanks. Having the wrong number sure helped. Cool, thanks. Dope. Give it up. Okay, your next comic, Brought Beer, uh, volunteered both of us to run this, which is the only reason this is happening today. Uh, and on top of all that is funny as fuck. Give it up for Jenny Hogan. Yeah. Thank you. I did, I did volunteer Annette to run this because I actually uh, don't contribute anything to running it and don't know how it works. And Annette knows how to run the board, so I made her do it. Um, so I could come here and see all of you guys. Yay. My dad was really... We're going to do the horn in three minutes, by the way. <laughs> That's cool with you guys. Um... <laughs> My dad was really upset recently to learn that his bod was not considered desirable. Uh, yeah, like what's up with people shitting on dad bod, you know? Uh, is it really, is it all dads? Um, he, uh, yeah, I think it, um, I think it's kind of a, a generalization. Like some dads have great bods. I don't know. <laughs> it's my personal opinion. Uh, also, it was, uh, I feel like I'd, I'd rather date someone with, like, dad wallet or something, you know, like that. <laughs> it's kind of good. Um, I uh, I met a boy on Bumble, and we were going to go on a date, but he said that he couldn't drink the next day because he's, like, an acrobat. And he was like, it's cool. We can do anything else, like, literally anything else. And I was like, okay, I couldn't think of anything. Like, <laughs> and then I just, I didn't text him back. Uh, but he was concerned because I was a stand-up comic that I was going to put him in my routine. 
But he also suggested candle making as a first date. And I was like, you can't have it both ways, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, like, not want to be in their chain and suggest candle making as a first date. I, um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I am, like, really great at, uh, like, giving guys orgasms. <laughs> so good at that. Like, they finish, like, all the time with me. Uh, and it's really the only thing that I think is sexy. You know what I mean? Like, the only thing I care about during sex is uh, is that the guy is able to orgasm. Uh, and then I'm like, oh my god, this is such a turn on. <laughs> I, I, and that's not true. It's funny, because if a guy doesn't orgasm, I would assume it's his fault. And if I don't orgasm, I assume it's his fault. Uh, and... I don't actually want, I like it that way. I don't want any like real responsibility during sex. I'll take some like little responsibilities. You know, I can be like the kid at Thanksgiving dinner who like mashes the potatoes, but I'm not gonna like put the turkey in the oven. You know what I mean? Like that's a big thing. You can really fuck that one up. Like I don't wanna be responsible for anybody's orgasm. Like we can like do some like foreplay, but I don't wanna actually have any kind of, you know, I don't wanna be associated for the, uh, the ultimate. I feel like the orgasm is kind of what you ultimately say about the sex. Like that's kind of the, I would say, like, the status of it at the end, sort of, anyway. <laughs> I, uh, I like, I think it's really cute when, I think boys look really cute when they're tired, you know, because, like, makes me think of, like, we've just woken up in the morning, or, like, we've just, like, I've worn them out with a really exhausting fight, <laughs> and <laughs> they've given up. Um, I think it's such a turn on, and, uh... <laughs> I can never really tell. Okay, I think as a woman, it's you're always walking a fine line between being like sexually liberated and like desperate. Um, and uh, it's like it's I don't know. It's like if you text a guy like "Come fuck me, please," but it's "Please PLZ," then you're, it's like boom, liberated. Get the fuck over here. But then if it's like "Come fuck me, please PLEASE," then it's like you wrote out the whole word. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, and it's like difficult for me because I'm like trying to manage this and trying to walk this line and I, my iPhone auto corrects me and then I end up texting a come fuck me PLZ and he's like, oh, she's like got it under control. Like, I don't know, she doesn't need me to come over there. I'm like, no, I do. I meant to say the whole word. Like, you really have to come over. I'm very desperate. Come right now. Uh, cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I would love feedback at this time. Minute of feedback. I thought the best... Oh, sorry. Someone else was going to say that. No, go. Jeff, go. You go. You go. All right. So, uh, so after, the, after, the, after the dad bod joke, when you said you want someone who has a dad wallet, I think it'd be funny if you were like, oh, if you didn't laugh at that, like, you must have had a poor dad. Yeah, you know, okay, yeah. And, like, shame people for being poor. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you should switch the order of the guys orgasming. Like, you're like, oh, I always make guys orgasm, and then you say it's a turn on. I think you should say it's a turn on, and then be like, I do it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Put the turkey in the oven. Were you referencing, like, when a girl grabs your dick and puts it in your (laughs) vagina? Because girls do that to me, and it's like, I know what I'm doing, you know? No, I wasn't, but (laughs) I have a great visual right now. I think that direction. (laughs) All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. All right, first of all, don't do any (laughs) of what Jeff just said. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Who are you hooking up with? <laughs> the, I thought it was really funny. The, I thought your best line 
The, you can tell your good lines. Uh, the the whole like I when a guy's giving me doesn't give an orgasm and then he's fucking up. That's the billion line. Uh, the only thing I would suggest is the turkey thing, like the Thanksgiving metaphor. Jeff uh, <laughs> was a little confusing until you explained it later. So yeah. if I were you, I'd reverse the order of that and say like I'm not gonna be responsible for the orgasm. I'll do the foreplay. I'll do yeah. the mashed potatoes. Yeah. I'm not touching the turkey. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Right. I'm the only, I, I think the line where you say, um, like the guy said, we have to do something non, that doesn't involve alcohol. Um, I think it, it works, because I saw you do it once where you said like, oh yeah, that's fine. And then you said, oh, I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. I think it works better if you kind of establish yeah. like you're down to yeah. do something that's not alcoholic. And then you could, because yeah. you kind of rush into that line. Yeah. Which, okay, that's just the only yeah, thing. Yeah, that's helpful. Yeah, cool. Thanks, guys. Oh, and on the phone. Should I bring up the next comic? I think it's Louisa. Am I? Is that right? Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for the feedback, everybody. Uh, I think Louisa's next. Is that right? Uh, yeah. All right. Yes. Give it up for Louisa. <laughs> Uh, I'm also figuring stuff out, but none of it's for the ACLU show, but none of it's political. Um, on a, I don't know. I just want to try to figure out how to tell this story, so if there's time for feedback, that'd be super great. So um, I really hate dating apps. They scared the living hell out of me and the dormant HPV into me. And um, part of why I really hate them, most of why I hate them, is that they just like remove all the mystery of will we or won't we. It's just almost always certainly just like everybody get in here. And... Like sex, Brooke. Oh, okay. You just. <laughs> um, and so when I get nostalgic for like good old days of unpredictable hookups, there's this one like parcel in my um, emotional spank bank of fond memories that I return to um, about this guy who I probably shouldn't name. I mean, you guys wouldn't know him, but I just. I just won't name him anyway, but I'll give you some fun facts about him um, that I think just paint like a really delightful picture of a person. He doesn't call, he only FaceTimes. Uh, when we were in college, he... <laughs> crazy for that one. Um, he broke into the rare book collection to pee on the books when we were in college. He's now getting his MBA at Oxford. Um, they're not two truths and a lie. It's just... <laughs> this is just one exceptional man. And... Um, and we had hooked up in college before, so it wasn't weird when we were at the same party here in San Francisco and shared a cab home together. And when I got out, he also excused himself from the cab and just followed me into my apartment. I wouldn't recommend that as like a move, but it worked <laughs> for him. Um, and I was like, oh, like, all right, I guess we can hang out. I was going to make some quesadillas, um, which isn't a euphemism for anything sexual. <laughs> but I wish it had been, because that would have been way less hazardous to everyone's health and safety. I st started making them, and um, I said, hey, buddy, like, can you man the stove? I'm going to go to the bathroom. Literally 15 seconds later, every fire alarm in my house is going off. There's just smoke pouring out of my kitchen, because he didn't put any butter in the pan to save calories. Just <laughs> thinking of my body. And um, so I, I ripped all the fire alarms out of the ceiling, because... That's what adults do, I, I think, when they are going off. And, um, 
and I, I start cleaning up and then there's more smoke coming out of my bedroom. He's like left my sight for 15 more seconds and I go in and like candles I didn't even know I owned were just ablaze. There's like nine different candles placed throughout my room and I think the best part is that he lit them with a whole book of matches, not like one individual lighter. So three years later, I'm still finding charred little match nubbins like scattered around my room. And um, yeah, it was just like a real mise-en-scene. He was wearing a button-down shirt, but instead of taking it off, he had just unbuttoned it and rolled it down like overalls. (laughs) I can't really explain any of this, but I'm trying my best. And the, I think just the cherry on top of just this really like sexually confusing Sunday was that um, he had taken my Marc Jacobs shimmery body lotion and put it all over his person. So I just had a Twilight vampire pressing play on a shitty Diplo mix that he pulled up on SoundCloud, just bumping through IMAX speakers the way music was meant to be listened to. And, um, and he said, I guess I'm staying. And he did. Um, yeah, I don't know. And that's why I really don't like dating apps because I just don't think you're gonna get experiences like those, so full of mystery and intrigue. I don't think there's any time for feedback, but if you wanna just like help me turn that into anything at any point later, that'd be super helpful. One minute feedback. I'm not, to- I'm not totally sure I knew how you felt about this guy. Like it went back and forth. I couldn't yeah. tell if you hated him or thought he was like really amazing and stuff. Like especially oh. with the two truths and a lie thing. No, I don't, I mean, I don't think you, yeah. or like thought he was super interesting and that like it sounded like you thought the experience was cool, but I think it could be funny if you have like an interesting perspective on him. Either like you're very impressed with him doing ridiculous things or you're very angry or something. Yeah. I feel like, it, yeah, I think I'm it needs like more. Really we need to know like what your everything. point of view is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think uh, like nailing the plot beats, mm-hmm. like thing by thing. I think you know you have a lot of opportunities for like, and then this happened, like this crazy next step to the story, right? And you can have something, you know, like he emerges from your room, not only with the shirt, whatever the fuck that move that is, and then with the Twilight shit on his chest. Like, what do you? Who did you? Who was this man? <laughs> and you say he's getting a doctorate at Oxford? What the fuck? Yeah, Dave, 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 Dave. <laughs> The physicist Richard Feynman. Um, uh, yeah, no, because it, it's a it's a funny story, but there are a lot of like things that I feel like you, if you if you truncate it down, like you really iron out the beats, like you could put it in a way where it's a little more engaging. So you're kind of you know a little scatterbrained with it, but that's your first time probably or the first time selling on stage, sure. I, I wanted to really quickly say, uh, so were you having sex with a toddler? Because that's the way it sounds like the entire. Time like I felt like at the end you were gonna be tagging with like I can't find this on a dating app unless they have the age range of like three to five or like toddler range because he's lighting shit on fire he doesn't know how to take his clothes off that's a child. Woo! Give it up and keep it going for your next comic, Colin Williams. Oh. Take another microphone. It, uh, it's good to be out here for uh, into this room for the first time and find out the open mic rules 20 different ways. That was great. It's amazing. Uh, also, I, I was raped by a clown as a child. There has been no triggers tonight whatsoever. <laughs> that was horrible. Uh, no, I do like this entire three three minutes out of five minutes. It's a good three-fifths compromise as a, as a half-black person. I appreciate that. 
Uh, I wanted to come talk tonight. My mom called me. Uh, she said she wanted to drive down to speak to me, drive an hour to speak to me, and wouldn't tell me over the phone, which made me nervous because I was like, oh, God, either she's getting remarried or she has cancer. And I thought about it uh, for a second. I was like, my mom's getting remarried. She's highly religious. She hasn't had sex since 1995 since she's been in a long-term relationship with Jesus. She's getting remarried. I'm going to have to like buy her KY and a feather duster as a wedding present, if that's what's going on. I hope she has cancer. That's really what I hope at this point in time. She wanted to have a scarring conversation with me. Uh, I ended up crying afterwards, which is great. I cried and I went to the grocery store. I appreciate cashiers, but I don't believe they should be allowed to say, uh, how's your day going? Because you just volunteer to be my therapist until I'm done checking out, and I just realized I need lots of individual packets of gum. I'll just be sitting there just going, and then she said, no, I'm not done yet. Get more from the back. Also, I want to sign up for a grocery card. I don't want to use my mom's phone number anymore. Now, I, uh, I have a really messed up, uh, I had a messed up childhood. Uh, when other kids were learning their ABCs, I was learning my PTSDs. It was a bad time. I grew up in a mess of family. I was born December 26, 1989, Canada's Boxing Day, which I think explains why my dad hit me so much as a kid. It's okay. That one is definitely just a joke. My dad didn't hit me. He loved me. He hit my mother. Uh, but it's like, it's like he used to say, it's not domestic abuse if she's from another country. So, I know that sounds like a horrible story of domestic abuse, which makes me wish my dad was an NFL player, because then it would just be a story of a two-game suspension. Uh, I, uh, I've tried to kill myself multiple times. I've been to the psych ward uh, four times, which means four times I've had another adult tell me they can't trust me with shoelaces. Because I might be Suicide MacGyver, which pissed me off mostly because my shoelaces break on a normal everyday usage. I want to know what pair of shoelaces can hang a grown man. That, I need that. I need that information. I think that would be a great advertising campaign for them. Are you 200 pounds and want to kill yourself? Get Nike shoelaces so you can just do it. That's a horrible pun. Uh... I tried a bunch of different drugs to get better. I, I spent, uh, like, good drugs, like the ones the doctors give you. Uh, 20 different drugs. The last ones I tried was $400 a month. Yeah, my friends that do coke were like, man, those are going to drain your bank account. You should get off those drugs. That's horrible for you. It doesn't work well. Uh, I, I don't want to hear horns, so I'm going to end there so I don't have a trigger happen. <laughs> and I'm going to get a little feedback on the new shit. Dude, that was exactly three minutes. Very good timing. <laughs> yeah, I know three minutes well. It's usually when I come. <laughs> Feedback. I don't know if you want to incorporate this, but I feel like it might be funny if you, uh, like, every couple seconds when you're doing that cashier thing, just do a boop. <laughs> oh, I like that. You know, that. as they're going through, and you're like, anyways, boop. It's just, uh, I feel so loved, boop. Yeah, you can do that for a while. I like that. Everyone else is silent. They're like, we're going to need therapy after that shit. Jesus Christ. Okay, I got an okay. I got... I'm actually right now, I'm working on a show for my 10 year anniversary in stand-up. I took my actual 15-page suicide note and I'm turning it into a show. That's exactly what it is. 
Um, I, I think the line, uh, I, I like the line about you saying that you, you hope your mom has cancer, but I think you telegraph it a bit by setting up like all this, the possibilities of what's going on with her marriage. So I think it might work better if you just say my mom either is getting remarried or has cancer. I hope she has cancer and then go into like why you don't want her to get remarried, but it just might come off as more of a surprise. I think your mom has AIDS. <laughs> I wish that means she would have gotten laid. <laughs> that I would like that. If anyone is uh, has a hitman on staff, if not, talk to me afterwards. I'll be right there. Give it up for Colin Williams. Your next comic is uh, oh, such a good guy. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> Give it up for Jeff Dean. How did I know? I was uh, I was an accident as a child. I was grown. I grew up. Uh, I was so my my parents. They had two kids, and then they're like, "We're done with that." And then I came by eight years later. So they kind of just like put me in front of the TV, you know, and like left me food. So I was pretty much raised by like Boy Meets World, which actually like isn't that bad, you know, like. Uh, you know the moral lessons that you learn in that show? Like, they have like a writer's room and everything. Everything's really prepared, like way more prepared than my dad with like a six pack, you know, already down, you know? Anyway, um, I'm gonna try this one more joke and then I'm gonna ask for feedback, okay guys? Uh, <laughs> um, so apparently, thank you, thank you. <laughs> apparently, uh, it's pretty common for some women, some women to cry after orgasming during sex. Um, and apparently, these women also cry sometimes after orgasming during masturbation, which is like a huge relief for me, you know? <laughs> it's a true story. Um, it happened to me. Well, I guess it happened to her, but it, fe <laughs> it felt like it happened to me. Um, I was having sex with this girl, and afterwards she started crying, and I was horrified. I was like, oh my God, what happened? And she was like, well, sometimes... I cry after I orgasm, and I was like, I made you orgasm, what? And then she started to explain like something about recent like traumas or something, I don't know, I wasn't listening, I was just like basking in the glory, you know? Cause I never know if a girl orgasms, you know? Like, I've never been a good, like, I've never had good judgment of acting, you know? Like, I can't believe Vin Diesel hasn't had an Oscar yet, you know? Like, I thought, I thought all of the Fast and Furious films were incredible. I don't know. Um, how am I supposed to know if she's faking it or not? Um, apparently, there's a few words that girls don't like after you have sex with them. They don't like to hear. Uh, one of them is, I'm sorry. Another is, did you come? And another is, are you sure you came? Because girls fake it, you know. And you know, they get really defensive. And you know why they get defensive, guys? Because they fucking faked it, guys. <laughs> They're liars, women. Anyway. Um, but I'm actually kind of jealous. Could you imagine masturbating and orgasming and then crying? Like, those are two great releases, one after another, you know? Like, I wish that I could do that. I've cried and then masturbated. I could do that, but it just doesn't feel like it would be as great. I don't know. Um, 
Crying. Okay, yeah. That, can I get some feedback on that, guys? What do you think? <laughs> I think this thing about uh, not being a good judge of acting is really funny. I think that that should kind of be like the focus of the joke, why you can't. Uh, yeah, that's the only fun. Yeah, yeah. I think that crying, the still the crying stuff is not, I don't think it's as good as like the fake orgasm stuff. I think you could really focus on. Um, yeah, I never know, like, if a girl, it could start with, like, a story about, it could start with the story about the girl saying she orgasm, and then you're, like, su super excited, and then you say, like, oh, I never know, like, I'm not a good judge of acting, you could do, like, more examples, there's it's probably something funnier even than Vin Diesel, but I think that's really funny, like, and then you could imitate a girl doing, like, a fake orgasm that's, like, very clearly fake, and, like, how you were convinced by it, I think that could be, like, it's like, or you could say, like, the only thing that it really takes to convince me that a girl orgasm is if she says, like, I orgasmed, or something, I don't know, mm. something, like, really dumb. <laughs> Uh, oh, hey, he's got something first. Okay. I don't really um, so when you're like, after like things you say after sex, you'd be like, are you sure you're not going to cry? Are you sure you're not going to cry? <laughs> <laughs> I have a tissue. Do you have a tissue? You want to, are you crying? And she's like, I'm not going to cry. You're like, are you sure? I think you're going to yeah. cry. Then you start saying mean things or something. Uh, <laughs> make her cry that way. Um, and two, uh, did she guide your penis into her vagina? No, but. Put the turkey in the oven, please. I thought of that. Girls have done that. And it's always and like say, I'm going to put the turkey in the oven, and then they do that. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to get it in, and they're like, no, wait. Are you having ex Microphone. <laughs> so, so this has never happened to anyone else. All right. We're not having Thanksgiving-themed sex. I don't understand <laughs> what Well, I always try and do it without using my hands. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. You know, that totally, I, I can see that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you trying to do it without hands? Just use your hand. Just fucking dock it already. I don't know. Maybe like I see it in porn. Like the guy's just like, whoa. I'm learning a lot here. We are too. About you. I'm going to do that. Um, you kind of gloss over your parents raising you weird. They're just putting you in front of the TV. <laughs> Are you, there's, there's room for a simile there. You really extend the image. You know what I mean? Or you're like, they just put me in front of the TV and left food out like a like thing. Like a cat or something. Yeah, I was going to say like an old cat. An yeah, old dying yeah. cat. You know, whatever. <laughs> I'm done. I don't know if you could go, well, I don't know if it was like a throwaway joke or if you could go more into how you've been raised by Boy Meets World because that is what I think when I look at you. <laughs> and that's a good, and the, yeah. Thank you. Well, I don't know. And I don't know if there's like... Maybe know. you're more of. It's good. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Which one should I love? No. None of them. That's even Steve. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just have cable. I was allowed to watch PBS. <laughs> okay, give it up for Jeff. Maybe one day he'll learn how to use his hands and then women won't have to fake it. Mike, okay. Uh, your next comic uh, has a show this Wednesday, and I forgot where it was, even though she told me a couple times. Give it up for Shelby Evans. She here? There she is. Okay. I was doing feed feedback. Uh, all right, now I'm ready uh, for my jokes, you guys. Um, I've been. Uh, 
reading a lot about misandry. Have a hard time pronouncing that word, but you guys know what it means. It's like uh, pretending that you hate men or like contempt for men. And um, apparently, like I read this article written in the Times that was about how misandry is killing and it's not good for feminism because a lot of people are stupid and they don't get that it's a joke. And by a lot of people, it's just like men are like, I don't get it. You're hurting my feelings. So it's like hurting feminism. That's one. Uh, I just think that's funny that men don't get it. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's not for you guys. It's for us. Um, because I like to think, uh, I like to think a lot about killing men. Um, just like in my own free time, just for myself. That's a fun thing that I do. Um, I like to think that I could kick a man's ass, you know, like I, if I had to, I could kick his ass. Uh, it's not true though. Um, I could kick his dick, for sure. Um, what else? What else? Uh, maybe I'll just do some of these like little one-liners, you guys. Um, or no, I'll, I'll talk about Trump instead. Um, it's a hard time right now for us, like, we, for, and you know it's a hard time because white ladies can complain and those complaints are legitimate, you know? Those are legitimate complaints. Like, I could lose my right to have an abortion and that sucks because um, I'm super pro-abortion. Like, I am so pro-abortion that I'm basically, like, pro-miscarriage, you know? Like, I don't want to spend $300 on an abortion if I don't have to. Like, I can think of... So many things I would rather spend $300 on, like 144 boxes of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Like, that's a thing I would buy. Uh, 144 boxes of gluten-free waffles from Trader Joe's. Uh, or just like three super nice vibrators, maybe. Uh, I could get a lot of sex toys for $300. Um, what else? I uh, got some, I'll do the, I'll do the one-liners that I like. The other day, um, life gave me some lemons, but I threw them away because I'm white. Um, what else? Um, I'm a feminist, but please buy my drinks because my bra cost $80. Just my bra. Um, I think that's all. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. You guys have any feedback? Uh, I'll take it. Two minutes of feedback. Oh, yes. Yeah. Cool. Oh. oh. I like the misandry bit, but I actually I, I actually didn't know that misandry is pretending to hate men. I thought it was like a genuine Actual hate hatred men. of men. So maybe yeah. if you want to keep going with that, just like explain it for Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, bye. Thank you so much. All right, and let's keep it going for your next comic, Tito Gonzalez. Did, did I say that white enough? <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Speaking of my last name, guys, anyone else scared of getting deported? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not a citizen. That's why I say that. Anybody else not a citizen? Not even you? No. <laughs> The third generation. Damn, man. Yeah, dude, I'm not I'm not a citizen. And so like now I'm like, all right, you know, now I gotta get my shit together. So uh, I went to a lawyer and I was like, yo, you know, I'm not a citizen. 
could I get deported? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, can I get my money back? <laughs> she was like, nah. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, actually, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't pay for, actually, that, that meeting with that lawyer. My ex, ex-girlfriend paid for it. And yeah, I didn't stutter. I knew that's my ex, ex-girlfriend paid for it. And I was like, fuck, dude, like, does that mean like she's still trying to fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> she was like, nah. It's <laughs> like, well, can I get my soul back? <laughs> you know, bitches be stealing souls, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. But like, I wonder like, what would deportation look like now? You know what I mean? Because like, from what I've seen in the movies, all I have to do is stay out of sweatshops. <laughs> right? Like, that's just what I've learned from watching every movie, which you think the you know all the fucking latinos would learn that and be like hey Holmes, how about we stay out of the fucking sweatshops you know that's okay not funny that's <laughs> just straight like all right i could say i'm latino right i don't know <laughs> but i was just like imagine what it would look like like is someone really going to come at my door you know like some federal agent or something to kick me out you know i don't think that's what would that's what that's what would happen you know like i feel like now deportation would just be like you get a ring on your phone and it's like Uber. <laughs> you know, it's just like an Uber pool. It's like, you know what I mean? Can you imagine getting the Uber? Like, I didn't call an Uber. Oh, deportation? Like, Mom, get the cat. <laughs> Steve's here. <laughs> He's only going to wait for two minutes. <laughs> he has five stars. He's probably great, you know? <laughs> you just get in there like, what's up? You know, it's Uber pool. You know, there's gum in the <laughs> glove compartment. There's water. Make yourself comfortable. We'll be getting Jose. We're taking him to Venezuela. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I uh, I just got my glasses back, and uh, <laughs> sure, <laughs> I just got my glasses back. And I had a friend to just give you like the most backhanded compliment. He was like, "Yo, with those glasses, you look like you would make a great vice principal, <laughs> like on the east side of somewhere, like some east side like school. You know what I mean? Just coming up. Like obviously you went through some shit, but you almost kind of made it your way up to vice principal. You know." No, nothing. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess yeah, I'd imagine, and then I'd imagine myself being in that playground, you know what I mean? Just, like, separating two kids from fighting, you know? I'm like, hey, man, listen, you know, like, you guys don't got to fight each other. It's, you know, you guys aren't fighting each other. You guys come from broken homes, you know? Like, like make them connect on an emotional level, you know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to help them out with algebra, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's where I would be at. Yeah, thank you. I don't know. I, uh... It's all, I don't know. You guys ever been to a strip club before? Yeah. Did you guys have a good experience? No, I, I had a terrible, yeah, same. I had a terrible experience, you know? Like, I found out a lot about myself that night. I found out that I could have a boner and just be crying at the same time, you know, you know what I mean? Just realizing all the money I spent, you know? Right? And, and like, I went with guys that went all the time. They were pros. And right when we were outside, they were like, hey, Tito, listen, man. You know, this is your first time. Don't fuck this up. And it's like, you could tell me that, but you can't tell me that as you're giving me free bumps of cocaine. You know what I mean? Right? Like, you can't be part of the problem. You know what I mean? That's just like giving a white guy a badge. It's just like, hey, man, don't, you know, <laughs> don't mistake your taser for a pistol. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. All right, that's, that's what I guess. Clap it up. Uh, quick, like, 30 seconds comments. Any comments? Good set. 
Good set. Uh, Dope. I think you could do more detail about the Uber deportation thing. I think that's a funny concept of like you get the phone thing and you're like, oh, I didn't know. Uber. Oh, shit. And then like suddenly door kicks open. Tom Lee Jones is there. Um, uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, what movies are you watching about everybody getting deported? You're like, you've seen the movies. I'm like, what movies? No. <laughs> what the hell movie is that? <laughs> That was one movie <laughs> from 20 years ago. <laughs> also, when you say don't fuck this up, how do you fuck up the strip club? Oh, you get, there are a lot of ways to fuck it up. Never mind, answer my own question. Uh, the, with, with the sweatshop, um, I don't think that it's not funny. I just think that you need to like set it up more. Set it up more? Yeah, like because you, what you're trying to say is like you have to be in an obvious place for the government to deport you. Is it? Yeah. I mean, but you could do other examples too because sweatshop is sort of like not someone's choice. No, no, and I've thought about that too. And I'm, and, and then, uh, but I get that you're like saying like deportation's gonna be yeah, different and... And I really like your joke at the end about the badge. It took until saying don't mix up oh, yeah, the yeah, two yeah. things for me to get it. So like definitely say both. Give it up. And also talking to the microphone. Your next comic just talked into the microphone and she's going to continue to do it. Give it up for Allison Hooker. I love that that's my introduction. I've spoken into a microphone before. Um, you guys are gonna do a little bit of political comedy. I'm really trying to not seem mad. I'm trying to seem funny. So help me out there. I'm gonna stop early and ask for some feedback. Um, I'm really tired of unsolicited dick pics. Ladies, are you with me? You, oh, you like them? No, I'm sick and tired of them. Just every day on CNN, when Trump makes a new cabinet pick, I'm like, oh, what a dick. Just Dick Sessions, Dick Bannon, Dick Flynn, Dick Previous. Fuck, dick in the ass of America's future. It's not looking good. Um, but I, I mean, since the election, there's been a lot of white men. Not all of you. Some of you, I assume are good people. Uh, but a lot of white men who've just been acting like everyone else should calm down about all of this. But you know, you're a, right. But like if the demographics in this country had changed enough that the president elect were like a conservative Muslim and he had said something like, Ahmed, with this kind of power, we can grab them by the dick, smack them in the balls with a ruler. Like white men would be freaking the fuck out. You know, they'd be losing it. I'd love to be like, hey, hey, calm down. He hasn't done anything yet. We don't know how this is gonna go. Um, and he was just making cabinet picks, and all of his cabinet picks were people who believed in the combination of mosque and state, you know? And they had openly said just straight up racist things about white men, and I'd be like, hey, they're not racist. They're not radical just because they're saying racist, radical things. They're alt-east. Just call them all east. Soften it up a little bit. I, uh, I also had a guy at work tell me, he was like, oh, I'm just sick and tired of political correctness. I was like, oh, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, you can't say anything without somebody getting pissed off anymore. And I was like, oh, like what? Fuck, that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> he really couldn't fill in that blank. So I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna help this guy out a little bit. I was like, oh, do you mean like those really annoying sexual harassment like classes we have to take at work? Like how annoying that is, we have to have those meetings? Like the fact that like 
laws had to be put in place. You didn't like grab me by the hair and drag me to where you want me to be like that. Is that what you mean? It's annoying. It's kind of in your way. Um, I was looking out the window the other day at my job. I work right downtown. So there was a protest going on and I saw two signs. One of them said, Black Lives Matter. And the other one said, water is important. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, we are really breaking it down for people, aren't we? <laughs> Like, we got to really make this shit simple. I guess, like, I have a dream was just way too difficult for people to sit down and read. Just like, black lives matter. Let's go there. Let's, water is important. And then some asshole on the other side of the street's holding his sign, like, all elements are important. Some lady, fire is important. Someone else, air is important. Um... Yeah, maybe I should just show up at a Trump rally. Make America great again. Make everything great again. Everything should be great. All right, you guys, I'd love a little bit of feedback. Thank you so much. Give it up. Let's do some feedback. I think the thing about your coworker um, being upset about political correctness, I think that would be like the one part that kind of comes off as like just angry because you, I think there's an opportunity to do a really funny example of something he complains about. Like he says like people are too politically correct and you're like, oh, like what, like what example? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Like I just like, I called her a cunt. And she was like all offended. And so it's like uh, he says something okay, funny, yeah. but like I think as it is, it's it comes up, like there's. I think that would be like a good good place for a joke. I really like to make okay. um, like all elements are important. I think that's really funny. Um, like okay. make it and make everything great again. I think that's really good. And okay. I think um, the thing about the uh, dick pics, I think is really funny. But I think um. I feel like it's like you get the the joke is clear as soon as you see like I'm watching CNN and he's like picking out the catman so I don't think you need to like go more with that like I think that that's kind of yeah I think that's should I just name less or just skip the dick name part yeah I think the dick sessions dick bit I think okay. that's like not isn't not I don't think that like adds to the punchline basically okay. yeah. cool uh, yeah during the um, during the part you talk about your coworker and how he feels like he can't say anything without people getting offended, I thought there was an opportunity there to be like, really anything, dude? I mean, I think that's kind of your problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't order a smoothie? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh. Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs> uh, keeping the fire going, we have Heidi Mueller. <laughs> Woo! Hi, the longer I sit here, the less I think. You know, I'm just like, should I have done this? Should I have said that? Oh my God, what would I say? You all are good. You know, I just love to listen to you. You know, did you see the other day, I I went uh, to 18th and Castro, I live in the Castro, there were 150 guys almost naked running down in in Santa Claus. Did you see that? (laughs) I mean, I was so impressed, I I, I, uh, posted it. And people are from, that moved out of San Francisco said, I really, really miss San Francisco. <laughs> like that. But um, for me, now I have to wait a little bit to do any more uh, Trump jokes other than my three. My first one was when I woke up the next day and I realized, I realized there was no after, day after pill. So that was, you know, and I have tried to do it with uh, booze and um, not booze for me, but with the chocolate. And it, it, this asshole is not going to go away. I cannot drown it in chocolate. You know? And uh, I don't smoke marijuana, so it doesn't um, do it for me either. So I'm just going to have to wait and see. But meanwhile, what's really up for me right now is, is Christmas, right? Religion. Religion is like if two people get together 
and one tells the other one what to do. That's religion, okay? And it's one of the biggest um, corporations that has been lasting for over 2,000 years. There's three big corporations, Christianity, Muslim, and, uh, and the Jews, you know? <laughs> the, the three uh, wise men, when they saw the star, they didn't say, oh my God, the star, there's the savior. No, they said, there is money, okay? And they brought gifts. That was the first corporate sponsors, you know? And then, when you, there, there's a lot of cottage industries that came out of that, and that was uh, crowdfunding, the first crowdfunding. So this is pretty, pretty, pretty good, but we, some of us believe in evolution, but evolution is not necessarily any better. You know, two, two, how, however many thousands of years ago, we could hang from trees with two hands, two fingers, and, and swipe the fleas away with, um, with a tail. <laughs> so we have not, we have, some of us have not, and not only that, this is for the guys, the um, testicles were growing faster than the brains. So that, uh, that is also part of uh, evolution. For us, I don't know what to do. So uh, the people that uh, stay with the religion, the people that um, laugh, the people that believe that the Virgin Mary got pregnant without being, uh, without fucking, <laughs> okay, the virgins, they laugh at the people that blow themselves up because they want to have 72 virgins in, uh, in, in heaven. So, but only the guys, because the women would be too much for them to teach 72 guys how to fuck. Yeah, so. That's it. Thanks. Got some time for comments. Uh, I think in the joke about uh, evolution and like what we were able to do when we were monkeys, Maybe there is some connection to texting. I had it. Oh, you did have that. Oh, okay. That's where my mind was going with it. Like, what and what are we not able to multitask doing now? And then with the ball, you mean that that ball, the balls of a monkey grow faster than their brain, and we've evolved to that now the brain grows faster than the balls. Is that it? No, it was the the testicles evolved faster than the brain in the evolution. Oh, so men's testicles are now larger proportionally than their brains have gone. Well, I didn't get it, so you have to... It's because of the um, evolution, because we needed to um, get more... The microphone, so that the radio can hear. It's dead air so, on the radio. So we needed to procreate more, so the, the, the testicles grew faster than the brain. So, so I don't know what men's the joke testicles is. are larger than monkeys, but the brains are the same size? <laughs> no. Let me get this I, I have to. I have to work on it. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. The the Santa Claus the guy the the guys in the Castro running like half naked dressed as Santa Claus was really funny and I think you could be like oh like this is the most I've excited for Santa Claus coming to town because I saw you posted something like that on Facebook I thought that was funny um, and you could be like oh come to me you know or something and uh, then like you're you're upset because they're all gay yeah right that would be a good one yeah why don't straight men do this you know <laughs> right cool. Thank you. Dope, give it up for Heidi. Please welcome your next comic to the stage. I'm hoping he brings some comedic wordplay. Give it up for Joseph Ugalde. 
Uh, what's happening in Radio Land? <coughs> All right. Oh, that's a good-looking crowd. It's nice. Jenny Hogan's here. Everything's going great. Uh, I've lost weight, as I have mentioned before. I've lost weight. Uh, five pounds since the election. That's right. That's right. It's going... It's all right, because I, I was getting a little fat last year, getting a little thick. But uh, And then the doctor said that uh, I need to lose weight because I have this condition. It's called uh, vanity. <laughs> That's right. <yeah. laughs> At least my foot doctor. He's just kind of a dick. So I don't know. Uh, but one thing you don't know, that uh, when your belly grows, it makes your penis smaller. And when it shrinks, your penis gets bigger again. Yeah, it's like it's like those squishy rubber uh, dolls where the eyes bug out and then they come back in. The penis is like that with fat, you know. So these pounds started coming off of me, and I just like I can see my penis again. We were reunited like two old best friends who are. Yeah, I just I just envisioned us like running across a beach, you know, with our arms stretched. It was like the end of the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, no, and except in my fantasy, you know, my penis, the ball, the testicles are like big old feet, and he's got arms, so it's a little different, but it's a, it's good to be thin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just got back from a family event in eastern Washington state, and it was about 27 degrees and blizzard conditions the whole time. Yes, I'm not used to that. It's a San Francisco boy. Uh, and uh, it's tough to describe, but uh, my favorite way of describing it, when it's cold, when people say it was colder than a witch's... Than a witch's... Yeah, than a witch's titty. <laughs> a witch's... Have you heard this? Colder than a witch's titty. And I'm thinking, people have been getting cold for, what, hundreds, thousands of years. And in all that time, that's the most colorful term we could, we've come up with to describe it. Colder than a witch's titty. I don't know. I mean, they used to burn witches. Hot. According to popular culture, what do we got? Uh, charmed, Sabrina, bewitched. Uh, I'm thinking witches are, as far as I know, witches are hot. So it should be hotter than a witch's titty. That's what I'm just thinking. I mean, did, did somebody rush into the Department of Metaphors and Similes and say, say, boss, the people are freezing. We need a colorful term to describe this. What does everybody have? It's like, uh, colder than a penguin's balls. Mm, pretty cold. What else we got? Uh, colder than a slurpy enema. That's pretty cold. No. What else we got? Colder than a witch's titty. Johnson, you're going to go far in this company. That's just a thought. Uh, finally, my, uh, my mom told me that uh, she got a booty call from her neighbor the other day. My retired mom said she got a booty call. She said it was very confusing to her. And I thought, that's not right. That's not right. Then I realized she meant a butt dial. I said, mother, there's a difference. Uh, okay. Any comments are welcome. Thank you. Um, I think you could play with the fact that they probably meant like cold. Their cold is in like because they're mean. Like, oh, yeah, I think that's what it's for, like. Oh, like cold-blooded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never um, and then also I think you could play with like why titty? Like why do they have to sexualize everything? You know, like do they did they not wear bras back then? Like her arm might have been colder than her titty. You right. know, it's not even the coldest part of 
a witch's body. I don't know. Like her, why, why, why the titty? Like the tip why of the titty of all probably things? probably colder. That's true. Yeah. Oh. I think the, the booty call versus butt dial is really funny. I feel like you could be like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. They're actually totally different. Like I, I learned, unfortunately, that it's uh, it's like not the same thing. Like you could have a story about like a woman uh, tells you she butt dials you and you're like, okay. Like you could, oh, yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. funny if you were explaining to your mom because you like learned it by mistake. And if I thought, like, butt dials were sexy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. Nice. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Clap it. <laughs> uh, give it up for your next comic, uh, Zach Wiseman. Hello. Thank you, thank you. I'm an attentive audience member. Well, hello, ma'am. What is your name? Heidi. Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot that. Uh, what, I what is your name? Hi, hi, Heidi. I get that. I like attentive audience members. That's my thing. Uh, hey, you are attentive. What's your name? <laughs> Greg hates fun. Uh, Greg and that old lady hate fun. Greg, you're an old lady. Uh, so I've been doing acid for a couple days. And then I go through these uh, these periods where like, well, uh, I'm probably the devil, right? Probably the devil. Uh, but then maybe... Uh, in the in the uh, concept of everything is a wavelength, then I'm also God. I've been doing acid for a couple days, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God damn it. If life wasn't a game, why do we play games that are destroying the planet? We all play fucking war games, destroy thing games. How is this not the same thing? Doing acid for a couple days. I always tell myself to be a better person, and then I do it, and it just never works. <laughs> it's such a bad thing. Um, I, I honestly believe that uh, the only way to absolve people of pain is just to go, I don't care. That's a real thing. I honestly believe. Because like, there's no... like. Uh, Nobody, nobody lies because they they don't think there's a consequence. You know what I mean? Nobody lies because there's like no no repercussion. You lie because there's repercussions. And then like so like you go, hey, uh, I didn't steal that Jolly Rancher, and they're like, well, but you did. And then that's what hurts. That's what that's the thing that hurts. Oh, you stole that Jolly Rancher? Ah, dope, man. I would have stole that Jolly Rancher, too. Because Jolly Ranchers are delicious. And you just don't make people feel bad about anything ever. And then, uh, oh, shit, you're Jesus. But then you make people feel bad. Oh, fuck. I am really high right now. So how do you guys feel about suicide? You think, uh, no. 
You want some comments? <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep living. I get to decide. All right, let's give it up for your next comic, whose name is not actually Ian Levy, but that's how I'm going to pronounce it. Ian Levy. Greg already went. Hey, guys. Okay, I'll just try some new shit. Um, have you guys ever noticed uh, that the men who complain the most about paying for everything on dates uh, always support laissez-faire economics? <laughs> it's, I mean, that's, it's, that's not particularly funny, but it is the smartest joke I've ever written. So I, I only really tell it so I can tell my mom I'm using my bachelor's degree. <laughs> Basically, the entire purpose of that. Did you guys know, uh, this is true, uh, everyone knows, or most people know, that, that uh, uh, ship captains are allowed to marry people legally, right? Well, uh, train conductors are also allowed to marry people. It's because back in the time of like, the Wild West, not every town would have like a church, uh, but they would almost, a lot of them would still have a train that came through. So train conductors have the power to marry people. And I don't think that's, that's used to, uh, to train conductors' advantage enough. I think we they can start weaponizing that, you know, like the next time shitty kids are like smoking pot on Muni, a train conductor just like boom, you know, like okay, fuckheads, you're legally wed now, and then just just start marrying all the potheads, you know, you are a legal union. <laughs> I don't know. I've learned. Um, I was on. I, I ride Muni everywhere, uh, and uh, I I learned recently that uh, I am the second best possible kind of person to have on Muni when shit goes down, right? Because, like, there's this crazy dude uh, yelling and screaming at everyone who seemed quite physical getting up in everyone's face. Um, and at a certain point, like, the bus just stopped and the Muni driver opened up the back door and some other guy stepped up and, like, just pushed the, like, just shoved the guy out and threw his, his bags at him. And then we closed the door and, like, the whole bus drove off. And I had no part in removing that guy, but I made like serious, like sarcastic eyes at other people, like mm, you know, like I don't know. That's my thing. I don't, I don't get involved in fight. You, you guys do that when someone's like yelling, and and you just do that look at them where you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try to appease everyone. Okay, that's that's that bit. Uh, what else do I have? Um, <laughs> I had a I had a friend uh, the other day said, uh, you, you know, how people are donating money to causes in Mike Pence's name just to like, you know, um, I had a friend recently said, uh, I donated some money, uh, to the gay version of Planned Parenthood, which I think he was misinformed <laughs> because I'm pretty sure the gay version of Planned Parenthood isn't doing much. <laughs> like, I think they got it. They got it covered though. Factually, Factually, uh, a gay version of Planned Parenthood would do all the same services, just have 3% less responsibility, because they only do 3% of their stuff is abortion. Okay. <laughs> Again, factually accurate, not really funny, but... <laughs> okay. Um, you guys know... Um, you guys ever heard of these things they got now called uh, nuns? You guys, you, guys, you, guys, you guys familiar with this, this hot trend taking the nation? It's like the new planking. 
No, but but nuns, right? Nuns dress themselves in in a way to kind of remove themselves from the base human urges, right? That's why they they dress and act the way. It's almost to make themselves better than human, you know, in in a certain extent is the logic. But I, I don't think they're going about it the right way. Uh, because because it aren't it isn't just humans that fuck you know like all all animals fuck there's there's more that's that's a basic part of who we are I think the thing that makes us human is uh, talking shit behind other people's back it's just like like that's what we do that no animal in the animal kingdom does and so I I, I don't know I just think that's the thing you know and I'm sure there are nuns that, you know that that are like you know. Sister Kathy, more like <laughs> Sister Caddy, you know, like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just, just nuns aren't really holier than thou. Um, and then I'll, I'll end on this. Um, I saw a uh, like a, a, a girl who's like six or seven years old uh, the other day carrying a dog, right? And it was like one of those dogs that looked a bit. It was a bit too big to be carried. Like the dog was clearly unhappy. So I, I just told the girl straight up. I was like, oh, just put the dog down put the dog down so the girl had the dog euthanized <laughs> so dumb but I, I will i will just say did you know there's no laws against euthanizing pets like you you there's no upper limit you can legally if you went to the vet for every every day for a year with a new dog <laughs> no questions asked they will put that dog down <laughs> you are legally in your rights if you have you know a few extra bucks to commit animal genocide <laughs> i don't know it's just a thought anyways okay that's my time guys thoughts on gentle animal genocide all right we're on to your final comic of the mm-hmm. evening please give it up for george davis the worst relax this is not gonna be <laughs> he puts the stall in stall wart speaking of warts he's got one on his ball next to his necks anyway hi everybody I love comedy I don't know if I'm funny, but I do love comedy. Let's put it that way. Good. All right. Um, my aunt took me to the movies like way, like years and years and years and years and years ago, right? I was sitting in the car with my aunt, and we were going to the movies, and she... She said, we're going to go see a movie. I said, oh, sweet, aunt. What movie are we going to see? She said, well, what do you want to see? I said, something 